0: They, they good morning today we will discuss a new united states bill aimed at competing with chinese technology we will then discuss the armenia-azerbaijan conflict after the former arrested azerbaijani troops from its border last week and we will finally revisit the ongoing political crisis in mali today is friday the 4th of june i am arunava and you're listening to the leaders brief by egomong Last week, the U.S. Senate advanced legislation to boost the country's ability to compete with Chinese technology, as relations between Washington and Beijing continue to deteriorate. The $250 billion U.S. Innovation and Competition Act of 2021, or USICA, saw 68 U.S. senators voting in favor, with 30 against it. Urging support for the bill, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said, quote, we have put ourselves in a very precarious position of potentially falling behind the rest of the world in the technologies and industries that will define the next century," End quote. To address this and push the USA ahead in the technological space, the bill plans to spend $190 billion to strengthen US technology in general and another $54 billion to increase production of semiconductors, microchips, and telecommunication equipment. It should be mentioned here that as the bill was being tabled at the US Senate last week, President Biden promised to ease construction material shortages and transportation backups in an effort to curb price hikes while working towards stopping anti-competitive practices. Since the beginning of this year, the country has been facing an acute shortage of goods ranging from lumber to microchips, pushing the price of consumer goods. The USA's consumer price index had jumped 4.2% on April compared to the same period last year, the fastest since 2008. Apart from the over $200 billion spending, the USICA also seeks to counter Beijing's growing global influence through diplomacy, by working with allies and increasing US involvement in international organizations. The move is in line with one of Joe Biden's campaign promises to mend ties with allies after his predecessor Donald Trump's America First policy had created trade tensions with several countries. Moving on to some news from the Eurasian region. Tensions between Azerbaijan and Armenia escalated over the last week after the former arrested six Armenian soldiers, accusing them of trying to cross into its territory in the Kalbajar region. The development comes a year after the two countries were locked in deadly conflict over the Nagorno-Karabakh mountainous region, presently under Azerbaijani control, but ethnically Armenian. On September 27th last year, the two countries had seen their worst ever battle in decades. The conflict that lasted for over six weeks saw over 6,000 soldiers being killed. Last week, months after a ceasefire treaty between the two countries, the Azerbaijani government said that the Armenian soldiers had, quote, tried to mine supply routes leading to Azerbaijani army positions, end quote, and were surrounded, neutralized, and taken prisoner. Armenia, on the other hand, said that its soldiers had been carrying out engineering work in the border area of its eastern Gagarkunik region. A few weeks ago, Armenia had accused Azerbaijani troops of crossing the southern border and trying to stake claim to territory. Tensions have escalated since then, with reports of cross border firing threatening another conflict similar to the one in Nagorno Karabakh last year. The European Union, in a statement, raised concerns saying, Recent developments on the Armenia Azerbaijan border are both dangerous and worrying. Immediate de escalation is needed. The 27 member bloc urged both sides to refrain from any further military deployment and actions. Rivalry between the two East European neighbors over their claims to the Nagorno-Karabakh region, a Christian majority autonomous area under Muslim majority Azerbaijan, continues to destabilize the region's political scenario. Russia had first mediated peace between the two countries in 1994, and since then the OSCE Minsk group co-chaired by the USA, Russia and France have engaged both countries for dialogue and a resolution to end the conflict. Last year too, Russia played an important role in negotiating a ceasefire treaty between the two countries. Moving on to some news from the African continent, Mali's military released the country's interim president Endo and Prime Minister Mokhtar Wani last week. The move came after months of international pressure, calling for the country's military government to restore civilian rule at the earliest. Mali has been under political crisis since August last year, witnessing two coups in a span of nine months. Previously, President Ibrahim Boubacar Keita was removed from power by the country's military who received strong support from the country's civilians. However, global powers condemned the incident and placed the country under several sanctions. Among concerned international bodies, the Economic Community of West African States or ECOWAS suspended Mali from the 15-member group, freezing all aid passing through its borders. Most countries saw the coup as creating room for anti-democratic and insurgent forces to operate more freely. Mali has been struggling since the 2012 Tuareg coup and continues to battle insurgents and rebels, whose influence has had a devastating impact on the entire region. Western forces posted in the region, including France, who is leading military operations in the Sahel, had raised major concerns. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back on Monday with more happenings from around the world. Tune in to Igomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology, and innovation. Igomong helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomonk.com I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate